Hey there, my name is Grace Graber and I'm an independent Christian artist currently located in Portland, Oregon. Growing up, a song saved my life and now I'm passionate about writing songs that'll do the same for others. And this podcast is just another outlet to talk about subjects I care about with the people that I care about. My hope is that you'd find inspiration in stories like mine. So thank you for joining me and I hope you get something out of today's episode. All right, can you talk for me? What would you like me to say? Anything about big butts and you cannot lie? Oh my God. <laughs> All right, hey there. My name is Grace Graber and welcome back to the second episode of the Grace Graber podcast. Your messages and support for episode one meant so much to me. I got some texts, I got some DMs, and I really appreciate you even listening, taking the time out of your day to listen to me chat. I, I really appreciate that. Today, I have a very special someone with me. You could almost call him my better half. <laughs> um, he is behind the scenes, uh, be- behind everything, honestly. He has been my rock this last season with releasing my first, my debut EP. Um, would you welcome my husband, TJ Graber? <laughs> Thank hey, you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing well. Just, uh, it's a Friday. That's a great day. Oh, yeah. We're recording this on a Friday. Yeah. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. You're working hard. Tell others kind of what you do. What? Yeah. Who you are, what you do. <laughs> Maybe how we met, even. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, my name's TJ. Um, I work for a company called uh, Lightspeed. Um, I actually work for a company called Shopkeep. Um, they're a point of sale, so like ringing up a coffee or something like that. Um, kind of comparable to Square. Um, not Square, though, but if you need an example. so Not Square. Not square. Um, but I, I work for them. It's a great company to work for, Lightspeed. Um, and uh, like Lightspeed acquired Shopkeep, so that's why it's now Lightspeed instead of Shopkeep. But um, it's a great, great place. Um, how we met? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we both have a different story with, like, we tell it very dramatically different. <laughs> I honestly, like, the meeting part. Um, I can't remember the meeting part. I don't honestly remember the meeting part. It's like you, it um, was always meant to be. I, I just remember seeing you working at the CAF. Yeah, I worked at the cafe at Life Pacific College. Where we went to, where we met at school. So. Yeah. Uh, not, other than that, like, I, it's mostly class. Like, I remember mostly, I mostly remember you in class. Yeah. We, w- we were in, like, this theater class, and we would sit next to each other because we go to, like, theater performances, and it was, like, we got a free date. <laughs> it felt like. It wasn't a date yet. It wasn't a date yet. <laughs> um, but there was, like, a period of time we were like talking but not dating yet and then do you want to tell them what happened (laughs) sure so uh you know grace and i got to know each other um like via class and and doing homework and and just seeing each other outside of school because we both lived on campus and it was a tiny school so it's really easy to like you would walk out of your dorm and you would see the other person walk out of their dorm at the same time um it's like fate he walked out with me (laughs) Um, so, uh, we, we just kind of got to know each other and, um, I really was digging on her and really liked her a lot. Digging on me. <laughs> um, but I wasn't dating the first semester that I was there in school. Um, like I, I, I was coming in as a junior, but I transferred credits, but I just wasn't dating that whole first semester cause it'd been some time. And, uh, since I've been at school, so I, um, 
apologies. Uh, so I, uh, but I was, I liked her, but I was just keeping my head down. And then, but she could see that I liked her because I was hanging around. I was And I couldn't saying, tell hey, because everyone I, else liked him. Like, I couldn't tell if he liked me. <laughs> um, I was, you know, just saying, hey, I was, I was being around her a lot. And um, so in the middle of class, she's like, hey, <laughs> like she whispers, hey, do you like me? <laughs> Like, we're in the middle of class. Like, the teacher's giving a lecture, and she's just... And I'm like, we'll talk about this later. And she's like, no, I need to know now. I'm like, we'll talk about this later. Uh, so we, we... And so I eventually had to be like, yes, I like you. And we will discuss this at another time. So we get outside of class, and we, we talk about it all and everything. And and realize that we both really like each other. We'd like to see where this goes. But again, I'm not dating this whole first semester I'm there. And so uh, we just need to kind of put this on hold for a little bit and just be friends. Um, and then we kind of made it like one, well, but if we ever, either of us don't feel this at any given time, we'll just be friends and we'll, um, we'll just, we'll just not like have that as a, as an idea in the future that we'll end up dating. So then what, like a month later? Yeah. Um. I was like, was, I don't like you anymore. She basically, yeah, she basically saw, she saw some music stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were really in, you were looking at all your photos and videos like yeah, one from night the past, from the yeah. past and. And you just had me there with you while you were doing it, and I could tell that you were a little detached. And then, like, what, like a day or two later, she I was just like, she's like, "Hey, can I talk to you out in the, in the gazebo, which is like the breakup place?" Uh, anyways, <laughs> if you ever need to break up with a girl, go to the gazebo at, at Life Pacific University. <laughs> and she just, you know, just tells me, she's like, "I don't, I'm not really feeling this anymore," which is totally fine. I was pretty bummed. Um, she thinks pretty or, bummed. He had his sweatshirt. Oh, like his hoodie over, and he looked all like depressed anytime he come into the cab. Okay, so anyone who knows me knows that I always have my hood up, and I'm wearing a hooded sweatshirt. So depressed is the name of the game. Um, anyways, so she, so we're just gonna end up being friends. So we just said, okay, well, fine, we'll just be friends. It'll be fine. And then she proceeds to like to go out of her way to ignore me. Um, so she would, uh, she was one of the people that sometimes took the cards at the cafeteria, you know, you like swipe your lunch card essentially. And I walked in one day and I was just like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, hi, fine. Grabs my card, swipes it. And then I'm waiting to actually go, I'm still waiting in line, obviously on the other side of the swiping, you know, to get into the food. And she like physically, I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And I ask her a couple more questions and she answers them pretty short and then just physically turns away from me and talks to people who are further away from See, me, I don't than remember that being like, that brutal though. You were pretty brutal about I it. I like, don't remember that being that brutal, but you didn't know how to handle it. I don't know. So, like, oh, yeah. so, so she proceeds to do things of this nature. Um, <laughs> you know, like not really talking to me. I mean, obviously we would talk if we were near each other or whatnot, but she was pretty, pretty much avoiding me. So, yeah, that was. Uh, and then I felt this, this like huge regret <laughs> drop onto me drop onto me <laughs> while I was working at the cafe one day and I was like what did I just do well this was towards winter burning remember yeah yeah and so I begged him for him back I begged him to come back to me we watched Frozen and then he like took a break so well so hold on we were all doing finals so this was during <laughs> finals she realizes this which first of all I'm like who, who has the brain space for finals <laughs> and a relationship but uh, and then so she comes to me and is like, hey, I want to like, I, I think we should get together uh, or I really like you. I realized that I made a mistake or, or something of that you. nature. I miss you. Come and and so we, we hung out. I was like, you know, well, we can we can uh, like I'll I'll pray about it. Or I'll think about it and we can talk about this later. Um, and so we watch Frozen. We kind of hang out. 
He put couple. his arm around me and I freaked out because we had to share headphones. Anyways, we could, we hung out a couple times, but like it was getting close to winter break, like two days later. So we everyone was going home for the for Christmas, uh, which and our our winter break at Life Pacific is like three weeks long, three and a half weeks long. It's a long winter break. So um, I proceeded to then not talk to her the entire winter break. <laughs> she kept sending me snaps or I pictures or texts her, and I said nothing back. Yeah, so. And then we saw each other again and decided, yeah, let's make this work. You basically tackled me. I tackled you, and I told you I loved you yeah, that before was weird. we were dating. That Anyways, was weird. yeah. You almost ruined it with that, by the way. <laughs> well, look at us now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, I want people to kind of get to know you before me. Um, I'd love for you to share your testimony. Like, what? How did you come to Jesus? Um. Can you share a little bit about like that turning moment for you when you did come to Jesus? Because you have you have kind of like a little bit of a past, right? Uh, a little bit. So um, now there, there's a lot, obviously, and who knows how long, how much you can actually get through, even in a couple hours, and we only have so much time. So uh, I'll try to kind of hit the highlights. I grew up in a Christian home, um, uh, and Foursquare kind of was like the church that I started in which is why I ended up at Life Pacific it's Foursquare College not the point um anyways so um but there was a period I like dated this one girl uh for three years and we just didn't end up working out and um kind of at that point I kind of took a really dark turn that was probably about the time I was uh 18 19 ish like I was dating her when I was like started dating her when I was 16 so like you know when you're young love you know you break up everything seems like it's terrible so I look at that at that now going like man I was ridiculous but that's not the point so we <laughs> so we um so we broke up and then and then after that I kind of was just working um and living like that's all I really did I worked uh and then once I turned 21 I kind of drank um I did some drugs, I slept, you know, kind of found different, you know, girls or whatever, just that would, would kind of be there. I just was like looking for any sort of comfort that I could find uh, because I was just so depressed, you know, like I said, depressed is the name of the game. So, um, I, I just, but that was kind of how I spent my years, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, how long did I go? So about 22, actually, 22, 23, uh, the dates get a little fuzzy, um, you know, after so many years of being like this and just being so depressed and down the dumps and living with my parents and barely making enough just to live, um, my mom kind of got a hold of me and was like, hey, so I think you should look at, um, or no, 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 sorry. She, um, I was sitting, sorry, my, my apologies, I need to back up just one step here, is about the time I was 22, I had a friend who went on this um, trip called the 4040. Uh, the so 40 days, 40 nights. Um, is run by a group called SROM, Solid Rock Outdoor Ministries, which um, they're an amazing group of people. They're out of Wyoming, uh, amazing ministry. Uh, you should check them out just in general. Um, Wyoming, I always thought like Minnesota. Or no, Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> the Wind River. <laughs> anyway, the Wind River Mountain Range in Wyoming. But um, So yeah, they're in uh, Wyoming, great, like I said, great people, Larrabee. Laramie, Wyoming. Um, but SROM, I, I found, I had a friend who went on their trip. They have multiple other trips, ones that are 20 days, one for girls, one for boys, teenagers, adults, all sorts of things. But I did this one, it was 40 days, 40 nights in the Wyoming wilderness, back in it, backpacking trip. Um, 
uh, I think I said that I did it. I did do it, but like I had my friend who did it first, and for whatever reason, I hate camping. First of all, everyone needs to know this. I hate camping. We're glampers. Um, We're luxury. Give us a hotel. No, no, no. Let me go outside and come back home, dang it. Like, <laughs> anyways. I'm a glamper then. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, for whatever reason, I became absolutely obsessed with this trip. I don't like camping. I don't like being uncomfortable, and yet everything in me was uh, was pushing towards this 40, um, and I don't know why. So I, I talked to my friend about it, got more of her um, her information about how it works and all this kind of stuff, and, and long story short, I ended up going on this trip, um, and, and it costs, I think, after everything, after how much it costs for that and everything, it probably costs roughly six... Uh, $6,000 and I would have paid double if I knew what it was going to do for me um, because they were just it was just that amazing um, but it took me outside of of the world like it, it like helped me detach from mm-hmm. from social media from um, any drama that I could possibly conceive as like a big problem mm-hmm. um, you know like it just took me outside of my my world and really kind of uh, gave me a, a broader view of of myself, um, especially who I am because of, of God and, um, and like my identity is, is true because it's true in, in Jesus and in God. So, um, I just remember being out on that trip, looking at the stars, which by the way, you could see amazing starscapes out there because we were so far away from, from, uh, civilization. Um, literally like if anyone got hurt, we had to get helicoptered out. So, <laughs> which that never happened, thank God. But like, like that's how far we're out there. And, uh, and it was just God, just like, he just kind of spoke to me in, in a, in, in a moment and it was so clear and it was just like, you're, you're strong, fearless and redeemed. And it was because I often, um, struggled with a lot of my, my past, like dealing with, um, like it, it wasn't like anything bad. I didn't feel like condemnation. You have to understand that. Oh, it wasn't goodness. like, it wasn't like I felt, I mean, I did felt a lot of shame because of it. And it's easy now to say like, I didn't feel shame. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt a lot of shame because of everything I'd done or whatnot. And then just also feeling really behind and... Like you were like trying to accept it almost uh, or... Well, what, which part? Like before or after? Like trying to accept your past while you were doing that. Like what? while you were doing the identity. It... Oh, no. It has nothing... Well, I guess accepting it would be good. Yeah. Um, accepting... Coming to terms would be better. Like okay. it doesn't necessarily... Like all that stuff is who I am today. Like it's like who I am today is because of how, where I came from, hmm. and a lot of that stuff, not or all of that stuff, I'm not really proud of or I don't like. Um, whether it be anything from, um, you know, just <laughs> finding myself at some crazy party or, you know, just being super depressed and angsty. You know, um, it doesn't really matter. I just didn't like who I was, and I just needed to come to terms with that and then be like, okay, well, uh, I just need to move on. And so I was able to finally move on because um I didn't feel so strong fearless and redeemed I didn't feel very strong as a person like Mm -hmm. I just kind of was working um you know nine to five not even really that at a grocery store which you know the grocery store is what gave me a job for a while which so it's a great place Mm -hmm. not knocking on them it's more just I just kind of got lost and Mm -hmm. uh, so I didn't feel I didn't know I had the strength to find myself um fearless I was pretty scared out there just because like and mostly just because like I just didn't know what I was doing out in the woods um, like I, I wrote my mom a letter at one point going like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I even here? Hmm. Um, because I just didn't feel like God was speaking. Uh, and he did that night, you know, about a week and a half in, or maybe two weeks into the whole trip. 
um, and then redeemed. And I was just like, I don't, I don't necessarily need to, everything that I did in the past to be okay. I just needed to know that it wasn't going to hang over my head. Mm. Um, so that's kind of what happened on the 40. And I came out of that, um, changed, um, in multiple ways. And then I ended up doing a, an internship at my church, which is kind of what led me to Life Pacific, which is what led me to you. So <laughs> Yeah. And um, what's cool is actually we got, like, baptized, I think, in the same year. Like, if you look back at, like, um, like pictures and dates, like, it was, like, around spring of, like, 2013, 2012. I don't know. Anyways, you if we um, look at, like, like, some of the – it's, like – your 4040 happened when I sang with Hawk Nelson, like the same year, which is like, to me, I get like a woo. Um, and then, um, and then we got baptized, I think the next year. And then, um, yeah, and then it kind of, we kind of, you know, came, came together, became husband and wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, what advice then would you have for someone maybe? trying to come to terms with their past um you are who you are because of your past because like you know if you didn't experience those things then you wouldn't be where you are in that ex in this exact moment mm -hmm. um you know depending on the different things obviously you know small things might not matter as much but like if i didn't do my 40 i wouldn't or if I didn't do all those things and get into that place, I wouldn't have even been, I don't think I know, I don't know if I would have been called to do the 40. I don't know if I would have yeah. done the internship anthem. I don't know if I would have gone to life. And so, um, you know, just because you have those things doesn't mean that they have to define who you are. Mm -hmm. um, you can, you get to define that yourself and God gets to help you define who you are. I'm strong, fearless, and redeemed, not who I was back then. So. I have a lot of Back then. strength and knowledge. <laughs> Stop. I have a lot of strength and, and knowledge of the things that I did, but like none of of the of who I was back then is is really who I am today. Mm. So like, yeah, mm, I love that. I love that. Well, TJ is behind the scenes in everything, and also um. Oh, what? sorry. One quick thing. One reason Grace broke up with me a while ago. Is oh she my gosh! She didn't think I would support her music. Okay, yeah. So that's like that's like a cool God thing, like that happened in my life. Is I was like looking at the past photos and I'm like reminiscing and I'm like, man, like TJ doesn't play any instruments. He does not. He doesn't know anything like music wise. Like I, I get frustrated with my DAW. I can play chords on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> I get frustrated with like my computer program or like my recording system. I'm like, uh, and he's like, I, I, I can't help you there. <laughs> like, but I remember one at one point before we started dating, like, could like I, could he like support me in music? Like, was that, I was always interested in musicians, and this was, like, the first guy who wasn't a musician that I was interested in. Joke's on you. <laughs> um, but I'm kind of glad because, you know, TJ, he, he gives me, like, the chance to be in the spotlight a little bit. He, he allows that to be my thing, and he supports that. And I don't think, also, I think about it now, like, I don't think, like, the same, like, if I picked, cho chose anyone else... I don't think they would have supported me like you have. You have you've made it like a very important part of my life. And he also is like, you need to go practice. You need to go play your guitar. <laughs> He's my accountability partner. And I love it. And um, yeah, so if you are like 
contemplating like you know breaking up with someone because they. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, know I don't want to turn far. this into a I don't want to go that far. It's not, it's not a relationship thing. an advice moment, but um, you never know. And, you know, I didn't think you'd support me, but you've been my biggest cheerleader. And so for that, I am so grateful. Um, also, I wanted to, like, slightly clarify, like, we didn't meet. I was 20 when we met, and then you were, like, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. So we started dating in 2015. I was 19 when we met. So, when, well, when we started dating, it was January of 2015. Oh that was, like, when we started dating. So, when we met, it was 2014, yeah. which means I was 25. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That's... And you were 19. That's how no, I'm 19? No, you were, you were 18. I was 18. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, 18, 19. Because I... Cause, uh, <laughs> Trying to, trying to think of like years are years are a little messed up because like we got married in 2016 numbers are hard numbers are hard. yeah we got married in 2016 and you were 20 when we got married yeah yeah so 2015 19 so you were you were 18 you were 19 because you had just turned 19 that the summer of 2014 so yeah i was 19 i was 19 um anyways try, try to make it less weird tj <laughs> thank you for um allowing us to spend a little time recording this episode we're here live in our living room. <laughs> um, I really appreciate you, and I love you. Publicly stating I love my husband, TJ Graber. I love you, um, As I mentioned earlier, he's behind the scenes in everything, so this will not be the last time you hear from my husband. You can also keep up with him on Instagram, at TJ Graber. Um, he mm, also... TJ dot Graber. Oh, I got that wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's TJ Dot Graber, but there's literally Dot Graber, literally I'm two so photos on there. So I mean, there's really nothing. <laughs> he doesn't. He's not social savvy at all. <laughs> I'm the social one. I drag him out with me. <laughs> Very true. Um. Yeah. So go ahead. You can follow him if you'd like to. Um. Other than that, make sure you hit subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you go like, follow, subscribe to my other accounts as well at Grace Graber Music. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me and my hubby today. We really appreciate you guys. We love you guys and have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you felt encouraged and inspired by what you heard. And oh, the Grace Graber podcast is a part of the new release today podcast network. So you can head over to their site and check out podcasts just like mine. I can't wait for the next episode. And until then, I'll see you next time.